My name is Father Mike Delaney and I'm the parish priest of the Kingston Channel Catholic Parish in the Archdiocese of Hobart. This is my homily for the fourth Sunday of Easter. This is the third week of this series of reflections I've called Compelling Truths or Truths That Matter. The first week of the series I suggested that there were four truths contained in our readings for that day. The healing power of God, the call to be a witness to the gospel, the experience of the divine mercy of God, and finally the importance of our community. Last week we saw how the disciples found strength and power through the Holy Spirit that helped them overcome every difficulty. We heard how the disciples initially retreated into their old behaviours. They went fishing, not as an activity, but as a return to something normal, something where they had security. But when they did things their own way, they didn't have too much success. In fact, we heard that they caught nothing. But when they did as Jesus suggested, they caught a huge number of fish. And thirdly, we heard how Jesus is willing to accept us as we are. And even though we may not yet be able to commit ourselves as completely as we should, he still says to Peter, in the Gospel he says to us, follow me. In our reading today from the Acts of the Apostles, we hear what might be considered circumstances very similar to what is happening in our world today. When Paul and Barnabas reach Antioch, they meet a community of faithful Jewish men and women living amidst a community of Greeks who have a variety of gods that they worship. It's a world which is looking for a God who will answer all their needs. Now the Jews were firm in their faith despite the challenges all around them. In our day, Christians, we too, face challenges to be faithful amidst a world that has views and behaviours that are frequently at odds with the Gospel message. But as we go a little further into these readings, we hear that Paul and Barnabas are being rejected by the Jewish community because they're speaking of Jesus as being the fulfilment of the faith story of the chosen people. What this man who was crucified as a criminal is in fact the long-awaited Messiah. For the Jews this was blasphemy and they reacted strongly. Many others, however, including the outsiders, the Greeks, this was in fact a message of hope, because Paul was telling them that they too were included in this mystery of salvation, which until then had been preached as being only for the Jews. Sadly, the flip side of this time of celebration is that many of the Jewish leaders were actively working to convince the people to turn away from listening to Paul and Barnabas. Ultimately, this rejection led them to be expelled from the community. But the first truth we, we can gain today is that God's plan for our salvation is now a truly worldwide plan. And to highlight this expansion of the message, Paul and Barnabas set out to go to Iconium, filled with the Holy Spirit, and the disciples rejoiced as they began their journey. In our Gospel today, we move away from accounts of post-resurrection meetings with the risen Jesus to a section of John's Gospel where Jesus refers to himself 
as the Good Shepherd. This is an image used quite frequently by Pope Francis as he calls the people of God to have the smell of the sheep about them. Initially, the call seemed to challenge bishops and priests to go out and be amongst the people, but it's now become a call to all disciples, called to be the face of Christ in the world and to the world. In our Gospel today, Jesus proclaims, The sheep that belong to me listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Jesus is speaking to his people, every single one of us whom he knows by name. So this call is for all of us to listen to his voice with a new heart and with a new mind. In both the Acts of the Apostles and the Book of the Apocalypse, there are many who do listen to his word and who do respond to his voice. In fact, in the reading from the Book of the Apocalypse, we hear they were a huge number, impossible to count. So today is an opportunity to remember that great crowd of people who have gone before us and who have played an incredible part in our lives as well. I suspect, like many of you, my thoughts is of the faithfulness of my parents and grandparents who witnessed to their faith in simple and humble ways, but in such a powerful way that enriched my, has enriched my life and the lives of others who were impacted by their faith. On this fourth Sunday of Easter, which is also known as Good Shepherd Sunday, I also think of the priests who had an influence on me in parishes, both here in Tasmania and in Victoria as I was growing up, and in the ways in which their lives have guided me on my faith journey. Jesus, the Good Shepherd, cares for each one of us, and so it's good to acknowledge to the wonderful people from our past who have guided us along life's journey. Today we also celebrate Mother's Day, and so we especially acknowledge the wonderful, caring and nurturing role that our mothers have played in our lives. We acknowledge all the mothers here today as we pray for all those who have gone before us into eternal life. So the way we personally live out our response to the call of the Good Shepherd will be, in fact it has to be, different for each one of us. By our efforts, we can work to make the church come alive with a new vitality and enthusiasm which will renew the face of the earth. I pray that today the mistakes of the past will lead us to be a more humble and merciful church because the reward for following Jesus is eternal life and this really is a truth that matters. For like Paul and Barnabas, we are being called to live and preach the good news in the midst of a world that is looking for answers in all sorts of different places. That this means that more than ever, we need to show by our lives how God's love has allowed us to be renewed, so that we might lead others to come to the same understanding of God's great love for us through the risen Christ. As we've mentioned over the last couple of weeks, commencing on Thursday the 2nd of June, we'll be running Alpha in our parish. It might be a good chance for you to invite someone to come and see. To come and see what being part of a community might mean in their lives. 
we have an opportunity for you to invite family and friends. And so to take an opportunity to think of somebody you can invite and invite them to come and see. So I mentioned in the newsletter last weekend, if we invite people, some will say no and some will say yes. But if we don't invite people, the answer will always be no.